welcome to the Rush Hour Podcast. Let's face it, life goes fast, and sometimes, no matter how hard you try, it's easy to slip from purpose-driven into autopilot. Whether you believe it or not, you are always just one decision away from a totally different life. My name is Jesse Harris-Bowton. I'm a life and business growth expert, former professional 300-mile-per-hour race car driver, and world shifter. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring stories, soulful conversations, and intentional advice to empower your thoughts and actions, to unlock your full potential, and to finally create the life and income you desire. So if you're ready to create more meaning, money, freedom, and growth in your life and business, then buckle up because we're about to get you back in the driver's seat. Let's rush. All right, guys, welcome back. Today in episode 11, I am going to share with you how to do an end-of-year review that you can build on in 2019. Now, you know that I am all about simple and effective strategy, and what I did was I broke this down into three easy steps. And because I'm visual, I know that means you are too. So I want you to use the link in the show notes to go and download your very own workbook that's going to help walk you through this. I want you to actually print it out and put pen to paper. And when you're done, I want you to file it away so that you can pull it out maybe every month, every three months, um, every six months, or worst case scenario, you really don't look at it until the end of next year again. At least it will be something for you to build on again each year. So I've been on the personal development journey for quite some time, as you guys know. It's how I came to be here on this podcast because I know that you, my friend, have the power to build a life and business that you dream and so much more. So I want to give you the tools to help you do that. And one of the things that is the most important to build and grow anything that you want in your life, your life, your health, your relationships... It's all about reflection. If you don't reflect on where you are, where you were, and where you want to be, how can you possibly really move forward? You can't. I know this to be true because before I went on my personal development journey, I was stuck and I was stuck because I wanted to move forward, but I wasn't measuring anything. Now, if you have read my book, before the rush revolution, then you know in it I share the rush progress cycle. And it can be amazing for helping you learn how to reflect and grow, reflect and grow, right? But I want to go deeper than that because we're not talking about one little specific thing. We are talking about your overall happiness. Remember, rush is an acronym for revving up self-happiness. You are here today because you do want to take a deeper look at how you did this year, You know what you wanted, where you ended up, and where you still want to go. And then you want to know how to get there. And I'm so proud of you for intentionally taking control and choosing to press play today. Now, the next step though is you taking the action. So like I said, Make sure you go to the show notes, you download and print this workbook. It's free, guys. Go do it. And put the pen to paper. Do the work. Once you actually can visually see where you're at and where you want to go, where you're lacking and what you need to do, you're going to actually feel like you're ready to go all in. 
Guys, we have how many days left? It's the 29th. Two more days left of 2018. I always say there's no better time than now to start. But if you really are that person that just always has to wait for a new week or a new year, then get ready because it's about to happen. A brand new year, a brand new you, and I want you to rev it up bigger and better this coming year. So let's dive in to how you're going to do it. Okay, step one is breaking your year down into eight different categories. So hopefully you're looking at this in the workbook, but if you're not and you're just listening right now, totally fine. Listen, believe me, you're going to be so excited that you're not going to be able to wait to go and print the workbook. Okay. But the eight categories are number one, I call it health and fitness, but we're talking more about your physical body. Category number two, your emotions. Think more like your mindset and your soul, right? Number three is your relationships. And I'm talking all relationships, whether it's with a partner, uh, in a marriage, parents, siblings, friends, all relationships. Number four, time or management, time management. So I'll dive a little bit deeper into this in a second, but um, we're going to be thinking about in general, are you happy with the way your days are laid out, how your time is spent? Number five, job, career, profession, mission, whatever it is that you call it, that thing that you do that makes you money. Number six is your finances. Whoop, whoop. Everybody loves talking about money. Actually, everybody loves and hates talking about money, but we're going to go there. Number seven, fun and leisure. So the things that you do that really bring you joy that isn't so much like work. Number eight, spiritual growth. So as I'm going to tell you what to do, with these eight categories, I want to dive a little bit deeper into how I want you to be measuring them. So what we're going to do is we're going to make ourselves a circle. And inside of that circle, you need eight little pieces of pie, okay? Like I said, I'm visual. I know you are too. So even if you didn't download the workbook, start scratching this out on pen and paper right now, okay? Give me a big old circle, put a dot straight in the middle so that you have a center, and give me eight pieces of pie. On the outside of the circle, at each piece of pie, I want you to label them. You know, um, physical body, emotions, relationships, time, and so on. On the lines of each piece of pie, I want you to give me nine notches. So work your way up from the center, imagine that being zero, to the outside of the circle being 10. From the center to the outside of the circle on that line of each piece of pie, give me nine notches. Now I know right now I'm using the analogy as a pie just because visually I think that was the easiest to understand, but now we're going to convert over and I want you to think about this like a tire. Because what we're going to do in a minute is we're going to take a look at exactly where we think we are on a scale from 0 to 10 in each one of these categories, and then we're going to decide where we want to be. So 
this is why, again, visually, it's so awesome to see. I've included my visual representation as of right now at the end of 2018 of where I stand. And I want you to see how very mm, lopsided it is. I mean, I suppose it could be worse, but it could be better too. And if you envision this as if it were a tire, think about it. Does that tire need to be perfectly in alignment to drive properly? Heck yeah, it does, guys. I mean, former professional 300 mile an hour race car driver here. Believe me, you don't want to drive 300 miles an hour with a tire that isn't perfectly in alignment. You want every piece of that pie or every spoke of the tire to be the same so that it's a smooth turning cycle, right? So I don't want you to think super hard about this. In this first phase, we're going to choose a number of where we think we're at. And then after that, I'm going to pose some questions to you that it's going to help you think a little bit deeper before we jump into step two, okay? But right now, I want you to take a look. Let's start with um, number one, your physical body, your health and fitness. And tell me, how do you score yourself? Think about your your. I don't care. Let's. I want you to think about everything. Think about your weight. Think about how you feel, how you breathe, how much energy you have, how much muscle tone you have. Now, I really don't care what size your pants are or what number is on the scale, okay? This is not a place that you beat yourself up, okay? This is not a place where I'm saying everybody needs to lose weight. Everybody needs to fit in a mold. Heck no. If you are at a weight that is more than you at one time thought you wanted to be, but you're really friggin' happy with where you're at, and for the most part, you're really healthy. You do eat well, you make physical fitness a priority in your life, okay? But the scale's a little bit higher than you want, or your pant size is a little bit higher than maybe others think it should be. If you are happy and you aren't unhealthy, Dang dog. Sorry, guys. By the way, this is real life, and I'm never going to come across to you and pretend like this isn't real life. Yes, you're going to hear my kids. Yes, you're going to hear my dog sometimes because I work from home, and that is why I created my business so that I could be in charge of my life and have the opportunity to be with my kids as much as I want. So, yeah, we're going to take this moment for this little intermission so I can tell you I'm sorry about the dog, but get over it. All right, doesn't make me any less of an amazing life and business growth coach, okay? All right, let's dive back into where we were at. As long as you aren't having a whole bunch of unhealthy habits, okay, and that you actually have your head screwed on straight, meaning you aren't in denial, right? This isn't about self-love when you are morbidly obese, okay? If you are And I know I'm going to get some hate mail for this, but gosh darn it, okay? There is a difference in being what doctors call overweight and healthy and what's overweight and unhealthy. If you are pounding Dr. Peppers, if you are smoking, if you're eating chips every day or whatever, okay, then you aren't healthy. Most likely you got cholesterol issues and blood pressure issues, you know? Don't tell me that you're happy with that, okay? I want you to love yourself absolutely and accept who you are right now in this moment because guess what? You were meant to go on this journey. But I don't want you to be in denial. I want you to be honest here with yourself. 
Nobody else has to see this. Be honest with yourself. Now, don't be hard on yourself. To the other extreme, I don't want you to be like you are a ridiculously um, great body weight and um, a really low body mass index, but yeah, oh my God, you are so crazy. You you still got to lose a few more pounds and, and you got to shred off those love handles to the point where they are so non-existent and you're, you're totally, you know, built of steel. Unless that's really what you want. Maybe you're in a bodybuilding competition. I don't know. And that's cool. Like then, yes, go all in and look to be reaching more. But like as an example, 36 years old, four kids later, I'm actually in the best shape of my life. And I always thought I was in pretty good shape. Now, I'm at a weight that my doctor even says is probably underweight. All right. I'm okay with it because it's not bad. But I actually want to tone up more. And to some people, they might think that's crazy. But I know that just doing a little bit more weights and a little bit more full body core workouts is going to help me get to where I'm at. I'm really healthy overall. Like I make really good food choices. I work out five days a week. Um, I have a greater sense of vitality and energy every day because I'm really good about getting enough sleep. You know what I mean? I'm really good about putting the right stuff in my mouth. I am really good about physically moving every day. All right? So just be realistic with every category here. But this is the one I always have to talk about the most because there's just too much room for people to either be too hard on themselves or not hard enough. All right, let's dive into category two, emotions. I talk about this most, meaning like in your mindset, in your soul. I always say, um, you know, you can't have a three-legged stool with only two legs. And I know that like, you're like, what? But think about it. Like, dude, total wellness is all three dimensions. It's your body. It's your mind. It's your soul. You can't work really hard at, you know, having a better relationship If you haven't mastered your emotions, if you don't have the right mindset going into it, right? Like, it's just plain and simple, a recipe for disaster. Without that third leg, the stool will not balance. You get it, right? You got it now? All right. You know that I am hardcore deep into mindset. I believe that it should be at the base of every single desire you have in your life life. And some people think it's woo-woo. It's cool to each his or her own. But I'm telling you, by personal experience, by personal education, by personal knowledge, by personal studies I've done, mindset is the number one thing that's going to help you elevate anything and everything that you want in your life. If it's your physical appearance, if it's your job, if it's your relationships, guys, mindset is of the utmost importance. So tell me, where do you stand with your emotions? Do you have a good handle on them? Are you reactive or proactive when something happens, right? I don't need to give you an example, but plain and simple. Think about it. When something doesn't go your way, do you totally flip out and just get reactive or do you take a moment 
to take a pause and be like, I couldn't change that. Yup, it stinks, but I got my mind on straight. It's cool. What can I learn from this? Let's move forward and try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Or don't put myself in that position again or so on. Get where I'm at, right? I can get lost in this one again as well, but actually I have an episode coming up in the new year that I am doing with my husband where I am talking all about how speaking positivity into my marriage and motherhood saved them both. So I'm not going to dive any deeper here. Um, You should definitely keep your eye open for that. Make sure you have clicked subscribe um, so you get all the heads up when that comes out. But um, just be honest with yourself here. Could you be doing more? Where do you really lie in with your relationships? Do you think they're pretty dang good, like they can't really get any better? Or do you think, "Mm, got some room for improvement? Uh, Hint, my friends, there's always room for improvement. It's my opinion, just so you know. Always, in every category. So if any of you right now are putting a 10 down, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't believe it exists. I don't. All right, number four. Time. Where are you at with your time management? You know, not only like your time management, but in general, are you happy with how you're spending your time? Like, are you working way too much? For example, when I first got into this entrepreneurial online virtual coaching world, I was so excited to start getting clients. But before I knew it, I had myself booked like crazy. And I started this business to work less. But I just had lost sight of that because I was just so excited to be getting people interested in what I was sharing and I just kept taking people on and taking people on. And then before you know it, I was working like 60 plus hours killing myself and I was so unhappy. I didn't understand how I could have built the business and my dreams yet felt like I was so stuck. So now I preach and teach people how to build the business of their dreams but to do it in a way where it really maximizes the value that they offer and takes advantage of things like optimization and outsourcing. Guys, again, totally another episode, but as an FYI, we dive deep into how to do this inside the Women of Impact Network. Links in the show notes, bit.ly forward slash windcircle in capital letters. Go check it out if you want to learn more. But it's important as you're scoring this time thing to like be honest. Are you happy with the amount of time that you're doing in everything? Not just your job, but in time for your relationships, in time for free time, in time for hobbies, in time for I don't care, whatever it is that's important to you. Are you happy with how you are spending your days? And as you gauge number five or score number five, the jobs, the career, the profession, and the mission area, are you truly happy with what you're doing? Do you feel like you're really living your purpose? Do you feel like you you have a plan with your job or career to really grow the wealth that you want? Where do you land with the score there? And this really leads right into number six, finances. As I just said, Do you have a plan to grow your wealth? And more than that, do you have a plan to grow your wealth to what you want for you, for your family, for the world, so that you can leave a legacy, so that you can 
reach out and do more for others so you can get out of that constant rat race so that you can ditch the overwhelm. Where are you at with your finances right now? Number seven is fun and leisure. Do you make enough time to really sit back and enjoy yourself? I don't know. Maybe it's just being able to quietly read a book. Maybe it's time to do that favorite hobby of yours. I don't know what you like to do. Knit or meet friends out for bowling. (laughs) Like whatever it is. I, I don't know. But do you make the time to do those things that really fill your soul? And number eight, spiritual growth. Now, I'm talking in whatever way you believe, okay? I don't care if you have a God that you worship or if you believe in karma or if you think the whole universe and its existence is completely mind-boggling. Like, whatever it is that you believe, I don't care. But I do believe that you have to have some sort of faith. You can't do it alone. So whatever it is that you believe, okay, whatever it is that you find support in, and maybe for you, it really just comes down to you and the people that you allow into your life. Where do you stand in your growth there? Do you feel alone? Or do you feel like you have something or someone that you can fall back on to help you grow and evolve? I have to tell you, until I stopped trying to control everything and just started taking the actions that I hoped would get me closer to where I want, what I found is sometimes my plan wasn't the plan that destiny actually wanted me to be on. And for a long time, I just rejected that and defied against it. Once I started embracing my personal spiritual sense is when I was able to open up new, better, shinier, bigger doors. Man, me and my analogies, guys, I'm sorry. But this is, again, another controversial area to talk about. And I'm going to tell you right now, if this is something you don't want to include, then simply take it out. Instead, Make your circle have only seven pieces of the pie, okay? Or make your tire only have seven spokes. (laughs) So as you're scoring every category, you should be placing a little line across from, let's say, for example, you're at a six with your physical body. You should be counting up six rungs and then putting a line across at six. And then do the same thing for your emotions and the same thing for your relationships. Score yourself where you're at now. Then I want you to fill in all of the pieces of pie back to the center, back to the zero. And as you do that, it just visually helps you get a better representation of how most likely your tire is way off balance, right? The next thing you're going to do in this reflection phase is I want you to think about where you really want to be. And you probably already have this like really easily figured out because you figured out where you were. That's how you decided where you were because you know where you'd like to go. So 
next to, on the outside of that circle, next to the title of each category, I want you to write the number of what you want to be. Now, again, don't be silly here. I don't think everybody should be striving to be a 10. I'm not. I'm not striving to be a 10 in everything. Because the truth is, is I'm realistic and understand that I'm not going to be a 10 in everything. So right now in my physical body, I'm a six, okay? But as a mom of four very little kids, I'm going to be happy if I can just improve this year to a seven or an eight. And I might never hit that elusive 10 because the truth is, is it's not what's super important to me. I've actually gone down the health and fitness path feeling like, oh my gosh, I had to be the perfect number on that scale and I had to be the perfect size pants and I had to have, you know, a six pack and I wasn't very happy there. So as we think about what score we really want to be, I don't want you to just put a 10 because you think that that's what everybody should always be striving for. The truth is, is if I add a physical body of a 10, I'm going to hate the rest of my life because of what it takes to get that physical body of 10, okay? And then dig deeper. Do you really want a perfect relationship? I mean, I don't. I don't. I've actually never had a perfect relationship, but I'm aware that if everything is so darn perfect, I'm going to forget to really be thankful for how perfect it is because we don't have any bad times. You know, I talk about this in depth again in my book. I'm going to bring it up. You can find it on Amazon, by the way, The Rush Revolution, my name, Jesse Harris Boughton. But I talk specifically about the loss of my biological father as a young child and how at first, you know, I went on this awful path of really being mad and sad and more than that, allowed it to be an open wound that just oozed pain every single day, right? But at some point, and you can read more about this in in my book, but it isn't so much about my story. It's about teaching you the very, one of the very first infinity factors that I share with you um, that will help you take control and be more intentional and live a life more in tune with your dreams. But I talk specifically about how in time, I had to learn that I could continue to sit in that pain for the rest of my life and allow it to really hold me back from all the amazingness that I deserved, especially after losing my father at such a young age. But I learned that I had the opportunity to remember him with love and to be so thankful for the time that I did have. And then to embrace each and every moment and not waste time thinking about things that I didn't have. Or how unfair it was. Now, don't get me wrong. It was a total challenge to figure out how to really revolutionize my thinking like that. And that's what I share with you inside the book is how to help you do it. It's positive. It's practical. It's tangible. And you could start using it right away in your own life so that you could start to move beyond those emotions. So you can move into a place of control. Remember, I talked about are you reactive or are you proactive? So like I said, because of that loss, I learned to then appreciate every loving relationship that I had. And I'm still that way today. So I want you to use that example as understanding that not everything is supposed to be a 10, guys. 
a 10 isn't realistic. A 10 isn't going to keep you in a space of gratitude, in a space where you truly appreciate and embrace the struggle. Because that's what we talk about here, guys. Rush Hour is teaching you how to rev up self-happiness in life, in business, in health, relationships, in your motherhood, okay? But it's not unrealistic. You can't stop the crap from happening. You can't stop the struggle, the failure, the setbacks, okay? But you can change how you respond to them. Start embracing those problems and seek out the opportunity that is there within each one. You just haven't looked for it yet. Guys, you know me and my tangents, but when I do that, it's for a reason. It's because I really want to drive home this thought, this process. So be realistic with where you're at and be realistic with where you want to be. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper, one thing that I do is I actually on a piece of paper, I didn't plan to put this in. We're just, I'm off the cuff here, guys, but on a piece of paper, I actually will break down the piece of paper into 12 boxes and I will label one for each month, right? January, February, March. And what I do is I take a good look at in each month, in every area of this, every category, where I really felt like I was, you know, what worked for me, what didn't, um, what is definitely still a work in progress or what have I actually seen, you know, continually be moving up and progressing in the way I want each month. You know, what are my wins? What are the the mishaps that I had? What are the gaps between what I'm saying I want in this area of my life and how I'm actually living it? Because so very often we're like, this is what we want. Gosh, yes, yes, yes. But then are you actually living your life in a way that's going to help you get that? Or are you just saying it's what you want and you're putting it on that vision board or in that journal every night, but you're never taking the actions to get you there, right? Be honest. What lessons have you learned? I break it down even further. You didn't have to do that. That's not a part of the three-step system, honestly. But if you are really feeling good about this and you really are just on a tangent and you want to dig deeper, then pull out your little daily planner that you used this whole last year. Take a look at the things that you had on your plate, you know, the things that you survived, the things that you sucked getting through, you know, like take a look at it all and and dig deeper and and write that stuff out. But let's move on to step number two. I want you to choose three areas of the eight categories to start hardcore working to improve right now. And what I mean by that is you're actually going to create a roadmap. We're going to design a roadmap of three areas of your life that you super want to improve and you don't want to just keep hoping and wishing for anymore. Like maybe one of them is your health and fitness. One of them is your physical body. Like you want to lose that last 20 pounds after baby and right now you're going all in. If you're like me, that's what happened to me. After two years of not being able to lose it, I finally went all in and in six weeks I lost 20 pounds. I mean, I was hoping and wishing for those two years, but I wasn't taking the actions to get me there. So I want you to choose three areas right now out of the eight categories that you really know if you could see a substantial improvement in, 
right away, it's going to help you want to push forward into the other areas and categories. So you know I'm all about rituals or healthy habits. This is where you have to design a roadmap. You have to design an action plan. And if you want to lose 20 pounds, you have to decide right now in your calendar when you're going to work out. Guys, I used to say all the time, I'm going to get a workout in today. I'm going to get a workout in today after work. Guess what? I own a gym basically, okay? I own a physical therapy clinic. We have all kinds of free weights and Nautilus equipment and cardio equipment. Like we own it and I still wasn't going to work out. You gotta have an action plan. So take these three areas and figure out what you need to do. Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe you need to start having a weekly date night, a weekly check-in. Maybe you need to actually make it a priority to look at your spouse in the eye when they walk through the door and say, hey baby, how are you? But really wanna know the answer. Not just, yep, good, mm mm-hmm, passing chips in the night, okay? I get it, hello. Mom of four, three businesses, my husband and I have to work really hard to have the relationship that we have, but it's worth it. It doesn't happen by chance. It happens because we choose to make us a priority every single day. We have an action plan. Maybe you want to improve your finances right away because you're really struggling. Then guys, go back and listen to episode 10 that just aired this past week, okay? It was three, three days ago, right? I dove deep into a simple strategy to how you can grow your business and increase your revenue by 30% this year. You can do it in three months if you want, six months. And if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to pick just three. Like they're all important to me. I really want all of them to improve. Okay, but think about the three that if they were to improve because you went all in with your action plan, with your roadmap, right? If you went all in on them, that they would totally change your life. Pick those three. If you start this process, okay, and three feels like too much because guess what? Sometimes we think that success should be instantaneous. I mean, we have got to get over putting the pressure on ourselves to strike gold the first time around. That's not realistic. But what's even more unrealistic is when you don't have that uber crazy success right away and you quit. Guys, sustainable success, okay? Lasting success doesn't happen overnight. So stop trying to make magic happen and just make moves. Moves that are going to help you slowly but surely take the steps to move you forward. And the third step in your end of your review is simply letting go of your vision. Now, I know you're like, wait a minute, what? Like she's just got done talking to me about choosing a score for what I want to be. And I get it. We just created your vision of where you want to go. But now I'm going to ask you to let go of that. The only thing that you can control in life is the process and your input, but you cannot control the outcome. Remember, I told you I built what I thought was my dream business and I found myself 
very unhappy. I found myself working too many hours at a salary cap that I wasn't going for. So when I finally let go of trying to control the outcome, that's when magic happened for me. I just kept making moves, moves that felt right to me, moves that took me closer to where I thought I wanted to go. And that meant making hard decisions. That meant choosing to let go of that business, choosing to accept that, hey, it was a good idea, but not a great idea. So I want you to take that vision that you have right now. And more than that, remember that your vision is going to change. As you progress and move forward, your vision always changes. As important as qualities like consistency and tenacity are, we also need to be able to let go of plans and goals that are no longer relevant. Guys, I used to think all I wanted to be in life was a professional race car driver and a mom. And by 27, I did both successfully. I am still the winningest jet dragster driver in the history of the world. And I'm proud of that, right? Next thing you know, I'm married, baby one, baby two, baby three, baby four. Holy cow, never been more unhappy in my life. And I attained both my dreams. So I had to be willing to let go of the vision that I had created so that a new vision, a new dream could happen for me. The only thing I want you to focus on at any given time is what is the next tangible step you can take. That's it, guys. That's how to do an end of year review that you can build on bigger and better next year. I'd love to see pictures of your wheel of life. Guys, seriously, embrace the crazy lopsidedness of it right now because guess what? That means you get the opportunity to build and grow. That means that you're alive, breathing here on earth, and you haven't failed. Because look it, you have so much room to improve in every piece of that pie. All you have to do is take control, my friends. Remember, it's time to live your life by choice and not chance. I promise you, you will watch your life transform for the better. More than you can ever imagine. So, Tag me in your pictures of your wheel of life. And if this episode totally inspired you to take control this year and elevate your life to one more in tune with your dreams, then please help a sister out and share it on every social media platform. Guys, alone, we are strong, but together, we are unstoppable. And I want to remind you that right now, we are currently enrolling for the Women of Impact Network, where you are going to grow your beautiful, heart-centered business to everything you dream and more this year in 2019. And you're going to do it with an amazing, supportive sisterhood by your side. Check it out. Link is below bit.ly forward slash wind circle in capital letters. It's affordable at just a dollar a day, unless you decide to up level to where you can work one-on-one with me. 
and take advantage of special discounts and a special welcome gift from me and a free VIP ticket to our Rush Revolution live event coming this fall. You're also going to get to meet me and your other upper level sisters at your very own private retreat where I'm going to put my hands into your business and together we're going to supercharge it like crazy. Guys, the Women of Impact Network is totally for that purpose-driven woman who is ready to finally create the life and income that you so deeply desire. If that's you, check it out. Until next time, my ladies, thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you trust me to share my expertise with you, and I can't thank you enough. You rock. Don't forget to click subscribe to make sure you get a notification for every twice-weekly new episode.